Let's see how, how we sound today, everybody. How do we sound hey. today? Oh, how you are sound you? great. You Everything sounds very, very nice. This is really, really cool. Okay. Um, I had a hot sausage in the car. In the way can here. I get some reverb? Uh, I mean, <laughs> no. There's already reverb because I haven't finished sound treating the damn room, so it's bouncing all over the place. But hey, you know what? Enough of that. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge going on hope everyone's well want to thank you all for being here i'm sitting here today with my friends christina and david from the shadow event before we get into that i am going to promote just a few concerts events things where people play music and maybe you show up or maybe you don't it's up to you but it's better if you come in more ways than one, but that's another story. July 12th, you can catch Grey Walker at the Smiling Moose. That is my death metal band. July 18th, you can catch Sykes and the New Violence at Scratch Food and Beverage in Troy Hill. I kind of skipped on that because in here I have Scratch and the New Violence as the date because like, I guess I'm cute or something. And then I normally don't announce dates uh, this far in advance, but being that I'm sitting here with two people from the shadow event, I'm going to announce a date that I haven't announced publicly yet, mm-hmm. but by the time this episode goes out, which should be July 8th, this show will be announced. So if that's not confusing enough, <laughs> July 26th, Sykes and the New Violence and the Shadow event will be playing at Get Hip Records. Make some noise yeah. for Get Hip. <laughs> There will be a third band on that bill who is yet to be announced unless we have figured it out by the time this episode airs. But for now, the two of us are, well, I guess the three of us, but two if you count bands, I don't know, whatever. We are playing that show together. And now <laughs> let's get into it. Okay. The Shadow Event. Yes. What is the Shadow Event? <laughs> you mean where the name come from? Just what is it? What is it? Yeah. I don't know. It's so ominous. I think, I think it's a band. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're friends that like to just get together, have a couple of beers and drink mu- drink music in. <laughs> That's what happens if you if you if you if you have enough beers you drink music. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> um it it came from I uh, put a po- I had so we take pictures, you know you do that, right? <laughs> so I had a friend come over, I wanted some nighttime pictures. I've told this story on other occasions so I'm sorry if you've heard this story before but you're gonna hear it again (laughs) um I had a friend come over to take pictures at night so we can get like shadow pictures right obviously you need a real camera real photographer so those happen to be the photos that I posted for people to give their ideas for a band name because at this point (laughs) we just could not decide on a name uh, and then one one was th- that was available also. But anyway, uh, so we kind of combined a couple of them and came up with the shadow event. But it kind of works because, uh, you know, it, it can say whatever you want it to say to you. Um, but to me, it kind of says a few different things. Um, like the logo that I created, it's, you know, like the light's coming from behind. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like you could be coming from darkness but there's still light you know so it could be like that and then i also you know hate posers (laughs) (laughs) yeah posers (laughs) the the cool thing i think it's a really i think it's a good band name and i think it's really fitting for the style of music that you do for anybody that isn't familiar with the band you know you are like you know, we'll just put like a post-punk blanket on it but there's a little bit more to it than that it's like it's a darker but accessible sound. Mm -hmm. And, you know, where, I guess, you know, I don't really, I never really care too much about what bands influences are or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But with, you know, writing this type of music, was this something that was new for, for you in the band or had you been doing music like this prior to this project? Uh, Like style, like style wise. I actually was doing some music down in Jacksonville, Florida that is somewhat similar. Um, But it was its own flavor and it was a little harder um, so I am enjoying this 
immensely yeah it's it's perfect uh most of the songs actually all of the songs except for one chicago and our guitarist mark um who wanted to be here but um something came up so you couldn't make it um it, he wrote a song while he was out in chicago staying at the hard rock hotel yeah, rent and i guitar. guess like you can yeah you can rent equipment and play it there so he wrote a song uh and that that became chicago but everything else and we have four more like on the table um that we have to finish but everything that we write comes from freestyling cool and how long has the band been putting song like been playing now then at that like at this two point two and a half years about or? two and a half okay yeah. cool our, and funny our, one of our shortest songs took almost two years to write just <laughs> yeah from the <laughs> is it is it like just like a the, the the politics of writing a song with a band is everybody kind of add their two cents and then it's, it's encouraged oh totally yeah cool uh, so you know how is that dynamic i guess you know like we're no nobody in this room is obviously very young we've all probably been playing in bands for a while mm-hmm. you know so we've kind of gone through the bullshit and i think and once you get to a certain age it's really easy for the ego to slide do you have any issues with ego when you're like writing songs and putting stuff together? Or do you find it really easy to work with other people? I think we really go out of our way to accommodate everybody's ideas and within the group. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, but certainly egos can, you know, hinder the creative process, mm-hmm. the writing process for sure. Um, so, but it, you know, it, it works out pretty well, you know, any ideas that one might have, you know, we say it and, it, we're, we're just all in sync, so, you know what I mean? Everything just organically works perfectly. That's good. That's a rare thing to find, you know. Right. I, As I've gotten older, and I've said this before on the show, t- to some degree, but, you know, playing in a band now, like, if I can't like or enjoy, my, like, my time, like, if I don't like the people I'm in a band with, like, I, there's no fucking reason to be uh, around them. Like, nope. you know, maybe 10 years ago, like I could deal with an asshole in a band because it's like, you know, well, we can't find a bass player, so Todd's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I just made that up. There's nobody named Todd. But, uh, you know, now it's like, I want to be in a band with people that I get along with because it's like, there's only so much time. It's like a marriage. Yeah. It's a, it's a, uh, a relationship, if you will. It could be a very, very complicated relationship. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's like, it's more like a family than a marriage because yeah, it's like yeah. either, either you're, either somebody's acting like a fucking kid or you have to be, you know, fucking mom or dad. So it's a lot more like, you know, like going to the show is like trying to, you know, gather all the kids and get them the Wally world, you know, right. like yeah, exactly to fucking do that thing. So, you know, now being in bands, you know, this is a newer project and you've both probably played in bands before. You mentioned you have Dave. Mm-hmm. What has your uh, past musical experience been like? Uh, well, the, after we had previously played in a band when we were fresh out of high school. Oh, okay, cool. Together, and, uh, so you two have known each other for a while then. And the guitarist, yeah. Oh, cool, We all, we cool. all went to high school together. Oh, that's fucking killer. Yeah. Hell yeah. We all graduated in the same year, yeah. Same class. Yeah, we were all in the same music theory <laughs> class in high school. And, uh, that's super rad. I don't fucking yeah. know. Like, I have one friend that I went to high school with that I still talk to. And he's yeah. not even a music dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't talk he to He likes him. one band. <laughs> he likes one fucking band. Do you, can you guess what band he I, likes? I probably don't want to know. It's a surprising one for one for one band to like. I no, I say I don't know how old you are. Would you? Okay, so school? I'm 33. Yeah. Okay, 33. So high school was. I graduated in 2003. Uh, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> no, that's a good guess. But no, no, no. Uh, close. I mean. I mean. Creed? To be fair, he did say a good band. <laughs> They're not bad. I, I mean, I'm 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 indifferent towards this band, but I'll just say it. So his favorite band is Tool. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That's it, they're good. They're a good band, but th- that's such an odd band to be like. Oh, I like one band, and it's <laughs> fucking Tool. Me and Evan, who's the guitar player in Sykes and the New Violence and Grey Walker, we were just talking yesterday about how weird it is that Tool is as big as they are. Because, like, you know, if you were to like on sheet on paper, like their music's pretty not accessible. You know, like they do yeah, some really interesting time stuff you need and to do math. Yeah. yeah. And for them to be as popular as they are, it's like we, we said that there was like a yin and yang of bands that shouldn't be as popular as they are based on like this, just their, their technicality and a uh, tool is on one side and the other side is the Dave Matthews band. Mm-hmm. 
because they're a band that on paper they're insanely talented and like their rhythm section and their grooves and it's like they write really really technically good songs like mm. and like if you like that song crash like try to learn that song and play it like it's really weird and for it to be as big of a deal as it was and that was the same time as tool like we were trying to figure out like how did these bands blow up not being like you know just simple four chord stuff I think with, uh, I saw them in 92 at Lollapalooza. Uh, Dave or Tool? Uh, Tool. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember they exploded out of the gate. Oh, yeah. They were. They only had Undertow at the time. But, uh, and I guess they played only a 30 minute set. But I remember listening. You can condense that down to 30 minutes. You got some real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I listened to a podcast with Maynard talking about like the start of the band and how like he was like watching other bands in his area, like other local bands at the time and how it just made sense for him. Like he understood the way that like all the behind the scenes stuff worked for some reason, it just clicked in his head. So whenever he got that band together, it was just like a second nature to him to like learn how to like market it properly, which I think just has like a probably why they were able to get the fan base that they have now. It's just like understanding all that behind the scenes stuff. I mm-hmm. think it's really easy to get caught up in the, uh, well, let's just work on good music. And right. The music will speak for yeah. itself. And I don't think that's really ever been the case. Yeah. yeah no, there's definitely a, a business end that needs, if you want to go anywhere, if you want to do anything. I'm sure some of the greatest bands out there we've never heard. They've only couldn't get out of the garage. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really, really crazy. Like how much, you know, the business and the marketing and publicity, publicity it's a word i can't say how much all of that stuff really comes into effect so you know now even more so now with our social medias and all that crap and like i don't i barely give a crap about any of this stuff but like i have to use it because i juggle a thousand different things and if you don't have those technologies it's like you don't exist what is the social media age been like for both of you now being in a band and having to promote shows and make posts and all that stuff do you you are you into it or do you think it's annoying it's it i enjoy it because i love my band so i love promoting and i love all my fellow musicians i that's I, a killer I answer it, but it it's time consuming and it's exhausting um yeah I've, I've been like trying to find like healthier ways to engage with it so i feel like on the surface it's like okay cool it's like you know this is a it's like Facebook is like a, it's like a telephone pole and I can put my flyer and my thoughts on it. But the problem now is like everybody's stapling their fucking thoughts to the thing. Like even people that aren't really doing anything, you know what I mean? So I just, it, the only thing that bums me out about a lot of the social media is that there really isn't one that's focused on music where people go to, to learn about music or just art in general. Mm -hmm. It's all very, uh, homogenized. So make it happen. Sykes. (laughs) It's, it's, (laughs) People have tried. Yeah. Well, Facebook if, used if, if Bandcamp can't do it, nobody can do it. Yeah. I mean, huh. Bandcamp does like a really killer job, but like the average, I mean, and they have probably the best possibly structured service, I think, for somebody like, because you can sign up as a fan and just listen to music and SoundCloud's like that too. Mm-hmm. But I think it's such a small percentage of people that do that. Mm-hmm. I think like, and I don't want to start going on harping about MySpace, but I think MySpace did it really smart because they had myspace proper and then myspace music so mm-hmm. it's like you didn't really have to leave the site to go to a place mm-hmm. it was like connected yeah it would be cool if facebook had like a facebook art or facebook yeah. music or something like that right yeah yeah that would be that'd be great um i remember when facebook first came out they had a you could put music on there do you remember uh, that no mm-hmm. you were able to put music on there okay like you know mp3 like audio you know what i think that. You know, I think I do vaguely remember that, like, if you had, like, a, a like a page and you can, like, add the tabs mm-hmm. and you could have, like, a music tab. Yep, yep. And they, they used to have, and then they had the one where you could have the tabs that, like, sunk, sunk, synced up. I cannot talk today. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> what a nightmare. I cannot talk today. So, yeah, with, um, I remember just, that's the other thing that kills me about Facebook. It's just this, every time I get 
comfortable with how it works it's like they change everything again yeah, it's like this constant like <laughs> just learning how to keep up with things and like where did that thing go why do they keep yep. doing it and i'm just convinced that like the only reason that it keeps changing is because there's a team of people whose job it is to yeah. just design the site and right. if it's working good it's like well we don't have a job anymore exactly. so we got to fuck something up don't tell anybody about it and now we have another six months of work i recently made a post about that i, th I what i did you see it uh -uh. Uh, i was like something like uh, i think the person who's in charge of all the facebook updates has uh um some some issues or something like that i forget how i said it was funny see i'm i'm having problems talking to it um yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And so it's like, it's, it's our job. So it's like you going to work, going to your desk, but every like once a week, somebody goes and like fucks with all your shit and shuffles all your papers around and you have to go in and you have to get a grasp on what the hell's going on. And you're like, okay, back in it. It's yeah, it's annoying when they keep updating. Yeah, it's, but I think you're right. They're like, we're going to get him a job. Mm -hmm. What about you, Dave? How are you dealing with, is it, I'm sorry, Dave or David? Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. All right. Like David, Dave, I'm going to call you that. So you and social media, how do you, do you engage with it at all? Do you, are you into it? I try not to. Yeah. And I'm just, I, I just see too much ugliness on it, you know? Yeah. So, that's, so. yeah, that's kind of a point that I was going to get back to is like finding like a healthy way to interact with it, that it doesn't become toxic because it is, there's a lot of like positive things that can come from it and one thing i always tell people is like you have control over like who you're friends with on the thing so like yep. you either just you know delete your friends uh -huh. or accept that some of your friends are assholes yeah. you know yeah. but that, that could be rough when there's like family and shit like that too but also you don't have to look at your wall and exactly. I, i've like yeah. i've kind of like really trained myself to just like if i'm going on yep. just post something and try not to get sucked in yep it's really like, easy to get sucked in, though. I, I want to support, you know, because we post and people respond and they comment. And, you know, so I want to do that, too. Not that it's a chore and that, you know what I mean? I, I want to do that also. I want to see what other fellow band members are doing and, uh, you know, what they have to say and whatnot. So it's just, it kind of just comes down to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're going to know which people on there are posting shit that's just going to be like, I don't want to read this. Yeah, <laughs> so then I, as soon as you see their name, you're like, you know what? Yep, nope, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like this, and there's like this weird thing too where I think that it would be really nice if there was an easy way to just kind of like reset everything. I guess you could just make a new Facebook account, but that seems like so corny to like make a, a, another account. So I feel like you should have to like, you know, Take, re take responsibility for your stupid actions if you added a bunch of shitty people to your Facebook. <laughs> but uh, it would be nice to have an option, you know, where you could restart. I think maybe all of us maybe should restart with this clarity, you know, being five, ten years into, like, these platforms really being a part of our lives. It's probably closer to ten now, right? Facebook's yeah. old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ugh, God, old. Um, where, you know, we revisit these or reintroduce ourselves to these knowing what could be possible if we accept every friend request if mm -hmm. we like every page and do all that yeah and just be a little bit more cautious about those things because yep. i think at first it was like yeah i want to i want to have two thousand friends that sounds great but like you know it's hard enough just to manage you know having three other people in your band yeah i'm very selective on who i accept to be a friend mm -hmm. yeah it's like you look like you're going to bother me. I'm not <laughs> accepting your friendship. You definitely look like you'll be bothering me. Totally. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, I, if I've had a beer with you, you can be my friend. Like, hell yeah. You know? Hell yeah. <laughs> I take that. <laughs> I, um, I want to, I wanted to, uh, say that, you know, I appreciate Christina that you're always like liking a lot of posts. You chime in a lot on listener questions. I think we've answered some of your oh, yeah, questions. Right. Yeah. Um, nice, nice. I do, I do want to put out there though. Um, and let's, let's, let's get this straight. You know, we have some stuff we got to work out okay. between me and you. Ooh. It's actually not that serious. Yeah. I'm just an idiot and I do not know how to pronounce your last and name. It's okay. Everyone does that. How do you, how do you think you say it? Okay. So especially on a day where you can't talk. Okay. So <laughs> the, I, I think it's my guess phonetically was Zan Santa Vica. Yes. Oh, applause. Applause. Yeah. Woo! Nice. Is that it? Yes. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, much like a, uh, 
like a synthesizer or a weird piece of musical equipment or a computer. Like if you kind of just take an extra moment to kind of sit down, look at it and figure out what everything does, you can kind of get it right. And that's kind of what I did with your name. I was like, okay, you know, it's like, this can't be too complicated. I'm so impressed. That's what I went with. Yeah. I think a lot of times people just don't take the time to actually like read or like <laughs> engage, just yeah, engage with the thing that they're trying to engage with, you yeah, know. Right. Everybody's in a rush. <laughs> fast, fast, gotta do it now, do it quick, you know. Nobody takes time to do anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It blows my mind. I hate like now, like this is a good another this is another uh sort of a music related thing that maybe the two of you can connect with me on since we're all uh we'll say, you know, we're all over the age of twenty five, so we can connect on this, right? Um albums uh-huh. i still like listing the albums and if i'm putting out music i want to put out a fucking album but like i'm very aware that just albums are dead mm-hmm. it's like nobody wants to listen to an album even people that like you i know i mean like nobody you know it's like the majority yeah you know because i mean like it's a single culture, i go yeah. on uh you know i manage all of our online streaming things and i see like whenever we release albums for the past few years it's always like the first half of the album does really well and then the second half doesn't and i don't think it has anything to do with like oh like well this is trash i think it's just like oh like people listen to this for the 20 minutes they were in the car or whatever and that's it nobody's taking the time to just listen to a full album and it's not like it was back in the day when like oh you had a cd in the player so it just whenever you get back in the car, it picks up where you left off. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like everybody's streaming music on their phone. So they unplug, they go into, you know, giant Eagle or whatever. Shout outs to Pittsburgh for anybody. Um, And, you know, then they're checking their Facebook and their Instagram and then, you know, yeah. It's well, gone. A you video know. pops up. On yeah, they're not. The, they're not going back and then <laughs> plugging their phone back in, and then it's picking up where they left off most of the time. Right. So that stinks. So I totally get why singles and EPs, even to some extent, are bigger. But like, I want to fucking put out albums. Yeah. I love albums. Yeah. It's just like it means so much to me as a listener and a fan of music to like get a whole body of work from somebody. Like mm-hmm. I like to actually sit down and engage with a full thing. It bums me out so much when like, oh, somebody put out new music and it's like two songs. I'm like, fuck them. Like, you know, like I get it. It's like, is there an album coming? I want an album. Yeah. And I, I mean that on like a, like a huge, like a, a band, like a big mainstream band, not like a local band. I get okay. like <laughs> local bands. That's fine. You know, and it takes time. I'm talking about like, like an artist that like I've been waiting for new music for like four years, you know what I mean? And it's like, here's our two songs. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> and then they make you wait. Then they, then they release another two songs. Who's doing that? And then they release another song. Yeah. So there's a band I like called plague vendor mm-hmm. and they did this where like they started releasing like one single at a time and they were like releasing singles every other month. And then it's like, cool, the album's coming out. And then the album came out and I'd already heard half of it because they released it as singles. Okay. Um, there's a, a hip hop artist from the UK too called Little Sims who did the same thing. She had released like over half of her album before the album actually dropped. Yeah. I think the idea that you had to keep activity going on your social media page. Yeah. That's the, the important part. In it. But if you play a single, I'll, I'll listen to it once if I like it, maybe twice. It's but then like, I'll go back to it. But an album, I'll listen to an album four or five times. Totally. You know? It's like, it'd be like, oh, uh, we're going to release 10 minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to release the next 10. And then the next 10. <laughs> and then the next 10. But if you want to see the rest, you know. Come to the movie theater and we'll show you the 50 minutes that you already saw to watch the 30 that you had it. Nine months from now, I may release an album. Yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's... Well, to be I fair, t- the hip-hop industry does it like that. Like, they just constantly are pushing something new. Oh, out. yeah, like, definitely. Like, they'll have, like, 10 things waiting, you know, and just videos and... Yeah, so that is a little bit different, but yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, I, I, I like I like EPs, you know. I'd like to see us do that. We really haven't had that discussion yet because um, we were in the studio and our um, songs are getting mixed down now, and then we have a few more songs uh, to finish, and then we'll go ahead and record them. Um, and I would like to then have everything in the pot once everything's done and then kind of mix it, mash it, you know, and decide which is going where. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like 
recording yeah. is fun. It's so much yeah. fun. I'm so excited yeah. for you. You're in like a really yeah. exciting time frame yeah. right now. You, especially since like you hadn't um you haven't released anything like officially as the shadow event right like there's no Correct. albums or anything mm -mm. so yeah fuck this is the best yeah. whenever like it's like you know like have you already started thinking about like your album artwork and titles and things like that or have you not gone down that rabbit hole <laughs> not yet i want to finish these few songs yet well, i'm in the shower <laughs> oh, I'm a, I, I go off yeah and we're, i have yeah. a, we're flying in space we're running through woods it, we're doing he'd be the one stuff. to you know him and john the drummer might be the ones to really come up with ideas like cool. i'm all about the music and the business and you know the hustling and whatnot uh -huh. but yeah it's, they're kind of you know the album titles and artwork cool. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love all that stuff i already have um i already had the album title for the next sykes album before we put out the last one yeah yeah so did that help you navigate how to write your songs like did you write your songs for it that has actually and that was not intended but in the back of my head i'm like okay i know the name of this album it's kind of creepy and like all of those songs are kind of like a lot spookier okay. in a way. And I think it's been a result of like, well, if I'm putting out an album called this, mm -hmm. you know, it better, it better represent the theme. Yeah. yeah. So it's been cool. I'm super stoked. We're in the middle now of like, we have about like 10 tracks kind of like, like very, very loose. I'd say about like four that actually have lyrics and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then like a few other ones where it's kind of like, just loops on a computer where it's like, we'll turn that into a song, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah. got kind of working on it because like, you know, we're, since we're like, like hip hop backbone and we don't have a live drummer anymore. Um, you know, I'm writing most of the songs just on the computer. So writing music is a lot different than like it would be with gray Walker or maybe even with your band. So let's talk about a bit, the songwriting process for the shadow event. You know, I imagine every song's probably different, Mm -hmm. But is there a like a certain way that you prefer to start writing songs? We just, is it always like in the practice space? Yeah, yeah it's always in the practice space. Usually, <clears throat> we'll work on something new that we haven't, or run and then uh, run through a couple songs just to get loose. And then usually something breaks. <laughs> something needs <laughs> totally, something totally needs some attention. So in the meantime, someone starts noodling. John starts hitting a beat, and then we have that much of something. Chris is like, quick, I, record it. I always have my laptop ready to go because we'll just start jamming out of nowhere. Like he's saying, like, someone will just start doing something, and, and like, I usually pick up on whoever it is, whether, you know, we've had songs where our reference track started out with the bass or me and the drums or me and the guitar and it's just like i hear it and i'm like and as soon as i hear it coming i'm like boom record on my laptop for that reference track oh cool and <clears throat> i just i start going off and the other couple ch start chiming in and i mean like we've ha created full songs like that and then we also have like the little pieces like you with the loops and the hooks or whatever you know yeah i think that being in a band right now is really cool in terms of technology and how easy it is now to like <laughs> record decent sounding demos yourself at, you know, at the space. Like I have like demos from high school still where it's like, you know, just like my, you know, really abrasive grindcore band recording through one microphone in a basement <laughs> where it's like, yeah, like you could totally make out what this is and it's just like nothing. But, right. but now, I mean, like you could throw like, like a, an average cell phone in the middle of the room yeah. and it's going to pick up like okay audio it's yeah. awesome and it's like really cool a lot of my friends that are in bands all seem to be taking advantage of that in the practice space mm -hmm. and in terms of like doing like just putting songs together ideas for things you know like yeah i'm not shuffling through cassettes looking which one can i tape over <laughs> was that was was that the move back in the day that was how we did it yeah a little boom box on the other end of the room and, oh that's killer cassettes. hell yeah i uh i remember whenever i first started trying to make music as like a, a kid really really young kid i was using uh like a, a boom box with a built-in microphone you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean and just dubbing stuff on that i still have some of those tapes which is really really cool yeah. I, I've, I've like they've been released here and there in different in different platforms so some people might know about them but mm. if not yeah you can hear the very earliest psych stuff uh let me know i'll send you a link to you know seven-year-old psychs you know <laughs> yeah yeah remind me remind me i'll send you i'll send you a psycho man it's my it's my yeah. favorite it's my favorite right. track from when i was a kid it's pretty good it's nice. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So when did uh, the both of you? I guess we'll start with you, Dave. Uh, when did you start playing music? I was 13 years old when I got my first guitar. Was there? What was the reason? Like that made you get that guitar? Uh, Metallica. Fuck yeah! You know? Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Hell yeah! I, I couldn't. Uh, I just say uh, I. I had just moved to a new school and from a very white town to more i was exposed to more sure okay and, uh there was this this kid that was ugly with shaggy hair but he had a metallica master of puppets back patch on it i thought that was the coolest jacket i ever seen and then it was <laughs> yeah. <just> so <laughs> oh, yeah went to the record store that weekend and got master of puppets and then right after that, i was like i heard orion and then i was like i have to learn to play the bass and i oh, did hell yeah that was it and then <laughs> yeah that was it <laughs> hell yeah what about you christina when did I, you start i remember writing my first song I, I wanted to be a drummer first of all um but when you when you're born in the projects and you grow up on government cheese and food stamps and powdered milk you don't get a drum set and sure are free. I, I mean i, I <laughs> like honestly same exact story um yeah. which is like how i got into making beats but we can i'll talk about that later yeah. more about you yeah <laughs> uh, so I remember writing my first song when I maybe even like six, six, seven. I distinctly remember sitting in the dining room at like this little desk thing, writing my first song. Like I heard it and I'm writing the lyrics. What and was the reason for you? Like what was you know what was in your life at that time that was making you want to like recreate music? It's just it's it's in my blood. It'll never. Da- I mean, my grandparents, my grandfather. On my mom's side, had his own orchestra, Tommy Payne okay. Orchestra. Tommy Payne was his stage name, not his real name. Uh, he had his own full orchestra. He played saxophone. Uh, my grandmother uh, sang with him before they had kids. Um, it was a it was a big so band. yeah a lot a lot of um just a lot of yeah. music in the on music in the house. My dad's music side too. Yeah. My other grandfather played accordion, banjo, guitar. You know, so cool. Yeah, I mean, there's just it's it's just here. Yeah, I, I said <laughs> and then I, of course life gives you reasons to you know what to write about and you know how and why and in which way to express. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's yeah. I you know, I started doing stuff when I was really young too. Um, definitely came more from the camp that you did uh my parents were really really young when they had me they were like 16 and 17 it was 1985 so you know my dad was like all fucking you know metallica megadeth maiden you know that that was the shit i grew up on i still love to this day but um you know again low income situation like i Mm. you know i always wanted to do music it was never really a thing i was definitely drawn to drums by the time middle school got around, and I've told this story before, like, you know, we didn't have, you know, things got a little better. We didn't have a lot of money, but we lived in an apartment and just having like musical instruments was never going to be a fucking thing. But uh, there was like a, basically a beat making program that uh, got released for the Sony PlayStation. Yeah, nice. And I, and I had a PlayStation, so that mm-hmm. was like my first ability to be able to make some sort there of music was like making electronic music and how old were you uh i was probably about 12 or 13 by the time that came out i was in eighth grade seventh or eighth grade whenever that whenever that dropped but before then like when i was like making music i would just like i had like a like a shitty little like you know like family dollar keyboard Mm. and like i would just like do like the very typical like Tupperware <laughs> yeah. drum thing, like yeah, that yeah. Psycho Man song I was telling you about. Yeah. That's actually like you'll if I send that to you, you have to remind me. Um, it has like the shitty keyboard and like the Tupperware right. drums. <laughs> I actually I figured out at like when I was a kid where um, you could uh, you know dub onto the cassette tape through the microphone, but also if you because my grandma had a like a dual tape deck, so there's two tapes you could play one tape on the left side and record on the right and it would record the audio from the tape on the left side plus whatever the microphone was picking up so i figured out how to like record the music and then like do my voice on top of it you had a two track yeah i technically (laughs) had i technically had a two track um so that was cool and then like you know by the time i started picking up i just like learned about it just through just general curiosity and like there everybody in my family was super in the music nobody played music but everybody like listened to a lot of music yeah and uh it was like you know wild kind of the same situation where it was like um at my house 
my family, you know, my mom listened to like poison rat and all that shit. My dad was all in the, the hair metal stuff. And I spent a lot of time with my uncle who lived with my grandmother and my grandmother was all like Ella Fitzgerald, Aretha Franklin. And my uncle was all like the kinks, Rolling Stones, that kind of stuff. So it was like this huge. And then at school, I mean, I went to school in Wilkinsburg. So it was like all like whatever was popular at the time, which, you know, that would have been like Dr. Dre and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. So it was like, I liked all of it just because it was like, as a fucking kid, just loving music. So moving out of this, less about me. So you were talking about the, um, like the little toy type, keyboards uh-huh. you remember the movie hustle and flow yeah 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 yeah. the keyboard that he got i had that that's where i started <laughs> i had that exact same yo keyboard. that movie i haven't watched that movie like since it came out have you ever calm, seen that david there was a snare no, there was a was, symbol I was, that's why i'm <laughs> shocked like, she's seen hustle she knows hustle and flow but does not know spinal tap oh there's wow a, i mean okay. like it's not but, surprising i don't think so <laughs> yeah, I mean, but there's there's a lot of stuff in the world and you can't know about it all you just can't right, right. but yeah hustle. i mean i know about it i just uh, chose not to watch it my entire life this whole time I yeah that, there's there's been things like that that i've engaged with like at a very very late age there was something recently i can't remember what it was they really want me to see spinal I tap really they really yeah. you know the, the issue with that is that like whenever like people start kind of uh you got to back off a bit yeah. because you're going to hype it up too much and nothing's ever that good. You know what I mean? Especially like, when I'm already coming in with like, this, yeah. you're trying to tell me this look uh-huh. and that don't look good. It's funny. Like it is funny. Um, you know, I don't know what your sense of humor is typically like. Uh-huh. Um, I but, like to laugh at anything. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if like you under, if you're like into like kind of dry, sarcastic humor and uh-huh. you understand the perils of playing in a band, you'll probably get a kick out of it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's good. It's funny. I mean, like, I I prefer watching, obviously it's newer, but Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. Okay, I didn't see that. You haven't yeah, seen that? Oh funny. my yeah. gosh, yes. Okay. You have to watch Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. And is, is that, did I say that right? But Is um, that the one with, um like, Andy Samberg yeah. and all them? Okay, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm sure amazing. it's great. That's a, the, the, it's, the whole Lonely Island crew, isn't like, that right? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, you'll watch it, like, <clears throat> excuse me, a few times, and you'll always pick up on something new. When did this and come out? it just out? cuts up, I think, like, maybe a couple years ago. Okay, yeah, because... Um, it's just constantly cutting up on the music industry. It's yeah, fantastic. I, would, I didn't even know that this movie existed <laughs> just until, like, last week, actually, because... Um, I guess they just recently put the soundtrack out on vinyl and I follow some like vinyl blogs and things like that. Cause I still buy records and, uh, I, w- I saw it and I thought that maybe it was a new movie that was coming out. That's the only reason I realized that it connected. Cause I remember the name reading it and then seeing who was in it. And I was like, Oh, this makes sense. It's probably <laughs> funny. It's good. I'm glad to hear that is funny. Yeah, uh, you I have to, to check it out. I'll have to check that out. Hey, you know what you just did? You just did it. You got to see this. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do what you got to see this. That, this is a segment that, I do. Okay. Okay. So I like to do a segment where I recommend things that I've been watching. Okay. And, uh, you know, right. tell, and then I normally ask the listener what they've been watching. And yeah. I mean, granted, you haven't watched this recently, but that's definitely, you got to see this. So pop star, pop star, never stop, never stopping. You got to see this. Tight. <laughs> cool. And, uh, my, you got to see this for this week is actually, uh, okay. So I, you know what? I've already done this on the show twice, but I'm going to do it again just because I'm sitting here with a bass player. But maybe you've already seen this so we could skip it. Have you ever seen the Michael Anthony drunk bass solo? No. (laughs) I've seen an actual Michael Anthony bass solo and I couldn't make out anything. It just sounded monotone. There's this there's this YouTube clip of Michael Anthony playing I might have been there then. <laughs> drunk bass solo from way back in the day. And it is like it's fucking ridiculous. He's like rolling around on the ground, just making noise so and wait, yelling. Is, he, is that Van Halen? Yeah. 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 And uh I'm not I'm I'm not gonna I'll uh if you I'll show you off camera. I'm not going to subject the the viewers to this again because we've already done it twice at this point, but I will say it's still fucking gold and if you haven't watched this yet after hearing me talk about it twice already just youtube michael anthony drunk bass solo you gotta see it (laughs) so back into the conversation you had mentioned that you had a family member with a stage name yeah my grandfather i've been like catching recently i could count three people off the top of my head who are in the local music scene that don't go by their their names Mm -hmm. 
And it's not like they have stage names like me where it's like, oh, I have Brian and then they're Sykes. They're like, yeah. oh, you know, my name is actually Josh, but I go by Doug. Right. You know, something weird like that. And it's so strange. I've never asked anybody about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, for all I know, your name isn't even fucking David. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But I'll like find out about these things. So I'll be talking to people like, oh, I had so-and-so, you know, on the show. They're like, oh, you mean blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like going back to Facebook. That's the worst when like you thought that that was their name and then oh, you go meet they- them in person or, you know, and, and then you come to find out and you just feel like the biggest asshole because you've been calling them that yeah, Facebook name the whole time. Totally. You know, <laughs> how do you feel about stage names? Like what? Do you think there, do you think it's a, a thing where like people trying to disconnect in this like social media world i mean or is it like a just I, people i don't know what it is trying to create a bigger persona whatever. i think it's but egotistical Wait, you think I so that? i think it to could be, fair, be it could be it i could think be. in some ways it's like there's one person in particular that i know that has like 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 a professional somewhat medical career outside mm-hmm. of playing in a band. Right. So and maybe it's just an effort to kind of disconnect those mm-hmm. two lives. Yeah. And yeah. I could see that making sense. That's, that's but it's just that's like, valid, yeah. it's something that I never really experienced before. And I think maybe now it's just like a side effect of social media because of reasons like that. Mm-hmm. I think it would be neat to have a name, you know, but I, I think, you, I don't know. It, it, it depends on the I, person. I think it's case by case. I hate Sykes. I hate it. Do you? I hate it. I'm so fucking over it. I like, I, I just, it's so it's, you know, it's a name that I adopted, you know, over half of my life ago, you know, it started out as a graffiti name when I was like in fucking high school. Yeah. And like, and it wasn't even, I wasn't even like a big graffiti writer, Mm -hmm. but it was like this thing where it was like, you know, I got out of that, but whenever I started making beats, you know, I was, I was producing beats for other people and recording stuff for other rappers in the area, friends that I knew that I like worked at Taco Bell with and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like really just getting my start. And everybody was like, well, you know, nobody wants to shout out Brian on the track. So it's like, well, just call me Sykes, you know? And then it just stuck. And now it's like, it's just a thing where it's like, I think like, I'm just tired of it. And like social media or the internet has also made me not like it because I don't feel like if I'm going to have a, like a stage name that I make up and I release art under, it should be something a lot more fucking unique than Sykes. Because okay. if you Google search Sykes, I'm not fucking coming up. That's a big part of the reason why I ended huh. up doing Sykes and the new violence. Why I added that onto it was so you could actually look us up and find something. Okay. All right. I mean, I like Sorry, Sykes. Sorry, I sounded like really angry. <laughs> I think, you know, I like it. And I'm not one for nicknames. Like, if, if I meet you or meet somebody that's going to tell me a nickname, I'm like, okay, cool, nice to meet you. Now, what's your real name? Yeah, it's not weird that's enough. that's what I'm going to call you. Yeah. And, like, if I'm ever talking about you in the scene, like, you know, saying I'm going to see your show or we have a show coming up or the podcast or anything, you know, I'll say, uh, well, you know, Brian Howe. And then I'll say Sykes, but then I'm coming back to Brian Howe. You know, yeah, yeah. I prefer real names. You know, totally. but as a producer, yeah, producers definitely have to have that that name. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I, I very regularly introduce myself as Sykes. Yeah. Typically, the only situations I ever introduce myself as Sykes is like if I'm at some sort of an event and I'm like, say it's like, like, a, like, a, like a hip-hop show. And if I'm not playing where I am playing, and I'm talking to somebody of some sort of relevance, I'll be like, hey, I'm Sykes, mm-hmm. because it makes sense. I don't want to be like, hey, I'm Brian, and then right. they don't know. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah. I don't know, just that drawing that line between the two is like really yeah. strange to me. I like I like your nickname. Thanks. If it's what you call it. A lot of people think my last name is Sykes. Yeah. Yeah, I get that a lot. Because sometimes, like, I guess it probably makes sense because a lot of times when I'm sending emails to people and things like that, I want to, it's like, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if I want to sign this off as Sykes or Brian. So I've started putting like Brian Sykes or I'll put Brian slash Sykes. Right. So people think it's my last name probably as a result of that. Yeah. Yeah. Quotation marks, something. Identity. It's such a, (laughs) such a crucial thing in like so many different ways nowadays. Yeah. Why can't it just be about the tunes? (laughs) That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So I have a question for you. I want to see if you can guess. So, Ooh, Shadow Event is like, um, you know, it's all over the place musically. So, you know, it's post-punk, new wave, groove trip is a genre that I kind of created, I think, to say for some it, of the Creating songs. genres is really hard when nobody knows who your band is. Yeah. I was talking with Back Alley Sound about this. They were, they say, uh, what did they call themselves? It was like, 
dinosaur rock hop or some like weird name that they made up and i was like it's like it's fun but it's like when nobody knows who you are it, you can't get away with that you, got, you have to be like and it's still not saying what it is yeah totally like, what uh-huh. does that mean but genres does that mean are really, you clank like rocks together like what the hell is going on genres a really hard thing and like nobody just wants to you know be like oh like you know we're a rock band or mm-hmm. even like post-punk something like that yeah i think i made the joke with them as well that like there's two genres of music in 2019 there's music with <laughs> instruments and music that's just computers <laughs> so you can do this like we're are you an instrument band or a computer yeah, band yeah, yeah. like we're an instrument <laughs> band okay all right so our <laughs> songs are like all over the place you know we'll have hard songs we'll have um a little bit more of just like rock songs i guess but still flavor though a little edgy um we have like weird songs we have fun songs we have like ooh, airy you know groovy songs so our all of our backgrounds musical backgrounds are very eclectic and <laughs> so my guitarist and my bassist dave and mark like to go see one particular band in concert every time they come through. Okay. Who do you think it is? Okay, so, all right. If it's a, okay. So there's only a few bands that this could be because I know that there are a lot of people that do these sorts of things, like a lot of bands that do these sorts of things, but bands that do these sorts of things frequently in Pittsburgh or do you travel to see them? When Mark was living in Cleveland, we would travel back and forth but that was it i don't know i mean it starts with an s starts with an s it's one word slayer was that it (laughs) yeah okay i'm sorry did i hype it up (laughs) no you just didn't really give me a chance to answer it (laughs) i wouldn't i wouldn't have guessed i wouldn't have guessed slayer though i mean that's not necessarily surprising for um for me just in terms of like it makes sense that you like Slayer. You just told me about the Master of Puppets jacket. Yeah. And also, like, you know, coming from my perspective, you know I mean? It's like I play in Sykes and a New Violence, which is, you know... Opposite. It's it's, it's it's the complete opposite yeah. of Greywalker. Right. And, you know, and I mean, like, I if you go in my house, like, if you look at my record collection, I have, you know, you know Prodigy, Pig Destroyer, and Paramore records all next to each other. Like, I love all of those bands. So it's just like, I like all that stuff. Yeah. You know, it makes sense to me. You know, I got a fucking Boston record next to a Bjork record, probably, yeah, you know, like, yeah. whatever. Music's music. I love it. But I just yeah. think it's neat. I don't know. I, yeah. Slayer's tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think they're done? I hope they are. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think anything else that's going to come out with Hanneman gone is going to, I mean, the last album was good, but I think that was it. I think Fair enough. It. Fair enough. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Is there anybody that you like to go out of your way to always see Christina Bjork, or like a favorite? Bjork? Bjork would be one. Yeah. Okay. Bjork, Portishead. Um, yeah. Um, Dropkick. Okay. That's a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> Bjork. Okay, Portis had that makes sense. Drop kit. What? <laughs> if morphine, if the singer was still alive, actually, I think they got a replacement singer. Or they they kept going. I think I recently found that out. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm very selective on oh subhumans. Okay, but definitely subhumans. Yeah, every time they come through, even though they came to bullshit spirit last time. <laughs> why bullshit spirit i know right i'm such an asshole no why it's actually i think that i saw that um you had tagged me in the post that like you were at the thing or something and then somebody else commented on it like do you want to know that story that was kind of like bull i'm just curious because like i don't know i mean i don't have a problem like discussing things like this i think it's important to talk about them i was just curious well those are two separate um entities but so with spirit i don't know i love the venue the venue itself is amazing upstairs downstairs you know just like Cativo and uh you know the back area and they have food I mean the venue is is fantastic the bartenders are nice um I don't know I think it's I think it it was the people it was the the vibe like the the crowd yeah okay but I think that's changing would you agree with me I mean it just depends on when you go probably it depends on the show yeah Yeah. so you know I'm I'm trying to work past that. <laughs> so I went to see uh ah oh, what are they I forget they were who, what they were called they're from I think New York City. It's like the chick singer, she's like younger, she's real tiny. Um she, ty- she kind of like does some like Gigi Allen type stuff on stage. 
It's, what? I cannot remember. Who the are name you of talking this about? I, I want to know. If you go into Howlers, the sticker is right on the back side of the door to go into the band room. So, like, right behind the handle, <laughs> so right above the head. <laughs> because I took a picture of it and I sent it to her, and I was like, you know, you're, you know, what's up? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, okay. Hey, so you, you saw this band? You're not. You saw this band spirit? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm with Chad Jockel, uh huh, Drew Ritchie, okay, which are brothers, and um, Chad is the owner of Pork so a few of us go to uh see this band and um you know so i you know hang out with guys and i don't like to you know be in the in the rough crowd but you know i'll monkey around you know kind of like you know a little girly skank and whatever but so (laughs) i get them started i get them revved up well drew is pretty intoxicated so (laughs) I get him started. He's like, you know, he's going around, and then all of a sudden he disappears, and he goes over there, and I'm watching the van. And I don't even see him coming, so I couldn't even brace myself because you know, if you see someone coming at you, you, you brace yourself. Nah, <laughs> he totally was like, boom! I went airborne, legit airborne. I was horizontal in the air, smashed into another friend. His glass exploded of his drink, exploded in his face, cut his lip. I still have um, blood on my hat from it. And uh, so I go airborne, smash into him, glass in his face, and I end up on the ground. Oh, so that's how you ended up on the ground. Okay. That's that's why, yeah. Yeah, so... um, That's no fault of the venue. But no, it is, because, like, what would you do if somebody fell right at your feet? What would you do? You'd help them up, right? Yeah. I'm a female... There aren't a lot of people at this show. Clearly, they just saw what happened. These two kids. <clears throat> kids. <laughs> and uh, so I, I'm on my back, and I'm all right. You know, I just hurt a little bit. And I look up, and I'm like, wow, they're just looking down at me. And so then I, like, reached my arms up to, like, hey, can you help me out? And they just still just sat there and, like, stared at me. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Fucking spirit. I don't think it's fair to blame spirit for that, but fucking people for sure. Yeah. Fucking people for sure. So that was the story on that post. (laughs) I'm not coming down there to hug you. (laughs) So even on the floor, (laughs) I got to ask, um, you know, you have band practice, you have shows, things like that after the gig. After practice, is there like a place that the band likes to go? Maybe get a drink, get a bite to eat. You have any like ritual spots? No, they get home. No, I. Well, he stays home. I, 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 I do my drinking at band practice. Yeah, <laughs> but I do. I go out and shoot pool. I have to decompress. I okay. can't. I can't just so go shoot home. and pool. That's your thing. Yeah, it's cool. my meditation. Yep. But yeah, they just kind of hang out and. <laughs> we yeah, we usually practice at John's house, but he's doing work in his basement, so now we're at his house. Yeah, we all have jobs and families, so it's like we're done playing. It's pretty much we just we spend all our time playing until we have to. Yeah, we absolutely have to. We yeah yeah it's, that's that's our release. That's what we like to do. To yeah, release. that's what I like to do to relax. Especially is just plug in and get loud. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? You know, with Grey Walker, we used to have, you know, spots, but now it's just kind of like a, every week somebody else brings a pizza from a different place and, nice. you know, we just kind of, you know, we just kind of, <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll eat some pizza, talk about what's going on, yeah. you know, do the music stuff, then maybe hang out for a little bit afterwards. It really just depends on the night and yeah. what everybody's doing. It's pretty chill. Yeah, I got to start doing that. I used to bring like dinners and stuff shows and Oreo cookies. He'll bring Oreo cookies. It's crucial. <laughs> double stuffs. It's crucial. You know. You know. Music. It's, we talk about music being a family. You know. What mm. brings the family more together than you know? Food. A nice plate of food. <laughs> uh, yeah. With Sykes and the New Violence, we don't really do much of anything. Uh, you know, our practices are so like sporadic, and mm-hmm. we typically only like actually run the set if we have okay. a show that week. But we've been trying to get together every week and what we'll do instead of a practice is like get together and like work on pre-production stuff for new stuff. Mm-hmm. Because again, since like we don't have like a live drummer when we're working on these songs, it's easy for us to just hang out at my house and sit around my computer and, mm-hmm. you know, try to figure out some ideas, just plug them in, 
direct mm-hmm. into the computer and work out some ideas that way. There you go. So that's what we've yeah. been doing. But uh, yeah, you know, I think that there are a lot of good places for bands to go and get food after shows or after band practice and things like that. A mm-hmm. lot of good options. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that you could just stay away from some of the chains. I'm looking at you, Julia and Jerry Mulligan and your Denny's. <laughs> They're they're on the show this weekend. We're gonna have we're gonna have a, a really big uh a really big uh debate about this. Yeah. I think not really. It's it's a, it's a friendly rivalry. I just uh I just like they I don't definitely know. go to Denny's. Oh yeah, they fuck with Denny's hard. <laughs> they are loving Denny's. You know, Denny's. They're like they love it. They fucking love Denny's, and I'm just not I'm not a fan. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I mean, granted, like, if I'm on tour or whatever, and, like, yeah. okay, like, but if you're we're, in your we're s- like, oh, I could see a Denny's, there's nowhere else to eat. But, like, yeah, you're in your own city. But to be fair, what time are they going? It's usually after a show, right? Yeah. Yeah, so to be fair, and Denny's is definitely better than Eaton Park. No way. Did you say fuck Eaton Park on a post of mine recently? Was that you? I don't know. Maybe. Fuck. Because I had posted something about. uh, Probably. uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Damn it. I'm glad we're bringing this up before we wrap. Um, I remember I had like a, like a, a Facebook memories thing pop up where it was like, you know, you said this a few years ago and it was a post that I made that was like, um, what was it? Uh, Something about like a. I'm not much of like a uh, fuck. What did I say? Like it was something about like liking uh Permanis and Eaton Park and like bleeding black and gold for them. And if you don't like it, I'll make you black and blue or yeah. something like yeah, so, that. Was, was something, that was just a couple days ago. Yeah, it was yeah. something like that. And I think, I think I remember you, somebody said fuck Eaton Park on that post. And I don't know if it was you or somebody else. <laughs> I, I think I remember saying something like, I, I think I might have. I don't know. I was like, don't test me or don't give me stuff. I can't. I yeah. can look it up. It does. <laughs> it's it's this. not that important. But, uh, you know, I'm this all now. goes to show that I really don't, I can't have that serious of a vendetta against Denny's because I'm right. definitely team Eaton Park. Like, I, I like Eaton oh, Park. I, I don't go, I don't go a whole lot, but. I've ordered the same exact thing since 1990. It, it, uh, it fucking <laughs> Eaton Park? No, no. All right, Denny's. burger, oh, fries. Oh, yeah. Chicken gravy and an iced tea. That's it. I, Hell every yeah. single time. Milkshake, uh, mushroom Swiss with onions, extra Swiss cheese. That's about it. Yeah. That's like a tolerated I like it. chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. <laughs> chicken noodle soup. Yeah. So, I mean, I was going to do, I normally do a, a you got to eat this <laughs> scenario. My you got to eat this was going to be, and it still should be Bay Bay's Kitchen downtown. It's fantastic Korean place awesome really good good place for a date night or just you know a casual thing if you're into asian cuisine highly suggest bay bay's kitchen you gotta eat it but my bigger you gotta eat it is gonna be eaton park all the way a uh, a pennsylvania original i do believe you know fuck denny's fuck denny's and we're you know we're gonna settle this up on uh, the upcoming episode with julia and jerry mulligan and then you know so we are, me, we're hitting it about an hour here. So we're going to be wrapping yeah, up soon. Yeah. Uh, you know, before we drop your, like where people can find you and all that stuff, do you got anything else you want to get off your chest? Yeah. I want to know where you're going to play in scratch. Oh, and they have amazing food there, by the way. Okay. Went so with, uh, Robbie I played, his- I played there. It's just like in the corner where they, uh, there's on like the, a, there's like a on piano the oh, on the bar side yeah. in the corner. In okay. the back corner, yeah. yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. So they moved the piano, or? Uh, no, yeah, I don't think. Like, where I don't, would you move? I don't it? think so. Huh. No, they they clear out some of the other stuff. We we played there back in like February or March, maybe yeah. I think. But uh, yeah. So hmm. my battery on the camera is dying. All Look right. at that. I see it. I see it. <laughs> so we should probably. Where can people find you? Uh. Okay, so we're not on Spotify yet. So Bandcamp, SoundCloud, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube. we got to work on that a little bit. Um, and look out for new music. And they could find us at the Hard Rock Cafe this Saturday night with the Molecule Party. This is going to be way after that. This is it. This goes on up July 8th. So if you weren't, you were, that show was awesome. You should have been there. It was a really good time. You said you're with the Molecule Party? Yeah. Cool. I'm stoked yeah. to see them with She Wants Revenge. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But you could catch 
us, Sykes and the New Violence yes. and the Shadow event, July 26th at Get Hip Records. Yes. And that is all, folks. Thanks, thanks man. So, thanks so much for Always listening. Always good to see you. Hope Love you enjoyed you, the conversation. Dave, awesome Bye, meeting you. Come Always. see us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like doing my outro and she's just la 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 la. She's like. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how any of this stuff works. I'll be back. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. I'll be back again next time with another episode. Same time, same place. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2019. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming over. Seriously. It's good meeting you both. Sorry. Well, good meeting you. I've met you. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's fine. Oh, look. Perfect timing. Wow. Yeah, it was. Totally. <laughs> Ha, <laughs>